Hello, fellow animal lovers. Guess where we are? You'll never guess. That's right, Allendale, Michigan. You say now. You say that's right, implying that everyone who is listening just went, "Oh, Allendale, Michigan," right? Obviously, clearly. Where else would we be? Nowhere else. That is the home of Grand Valley State University. The top the non-downtown school. campus, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The top school in all of Allendale, Michigan. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Jason here is up here visiting me. This, this is correct. Weekend, and it's been lovely. That's how we're starting it? Just talking about how great of a weekend we had? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to rub in how much fun it is to be around me. Well, it's been great. You've been very entertaining. Oh, God. I, I sure hope so. That's all I really have going for me. For example, all of yesterday, he was George W. Bush. Yes, yes. There's a story behind that, and I'm not going to tell anybody it, but I was doing a very bad George W. Bush impression for the entirety of the day. And obviously you have to do it now, because I kind of just wanted to find a way to sneak in an impression of yours for our podcast. And I think I have properly segued. So go ahead. Are you ready for it? I'm so ready. It's a face only a mother could love. No, it was a fabulous... uh, (laughs) I love you, Ramon. Thank you very much for being here and Grace Joe. Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome to Aminals. It's a comedy podcast in which a very pretty lady who is looking at me right now and her silly boyfriend who does a great George Bush impression talk to you about some fuzzy little creatures, maybe some scaly little fellas. We talk about them all here. But before we begin, I need to begin on a somewhat somber note. I don't like to be proved wrong. I don't like to be told when I'm wrong. But you know what? Sometimes my faults, my sins are so egregious that they have to be they have to be brought to light and I'm here today to apologize because as I was informed, despite the fact that I literally freaking googled emu fun facts, one of these fun facts was not the fact that there is something called an emu war. There was a war against emus and apparently the internet decided that fact wasn't fun enough. Sure, blame the internet. Okay, okay. Should, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, for, so for all animals, should I just be looking up, insert animal name here, war, just <laughs> to make just sure to there safe. wasn't a battle to be held? We did have two listeners, not one, but two listeners say, why didn't you talk about the Great Emu War? So let's just talk about this. Now. <laughs> Good idea. As would be appropriate, I didn't do as much research into this as I should have. However, I will say a few things that I found out. One, if you Google search Emu War, the first thing that comes up is the Wikipedia page for it, which is great that this war has its own Wikipedia page. Do you know what else has its own Wikipedia page? World War II, World War I, the Civil War, and also the Emu War, which is spectacular. Now... 
There are a lot of great things about this. First of all, the war, technically as it states here, took place between November 2nd and December 1st, oh, sorry, December 10th of the year 1932. Pretty brief war here in Western Australia, <laughs> where um, the emus were considered pests, and so the farmers, and also the military, came to fight these emus off. And guess who won? The emus. They won the fucking war against the Australians with their guns. <laughs> Emus beat guns. I love it. Also, my favorite thing about this war really on the Wikipedia question, page. Really question before you talk about your please. favorite thing. What were they fighting for? What was their motivation? The emus? Yes. What do you think that they were fighting for? Because, you know, for some wars, they fight for land, for rights, you know, that kind of thing. What do you think was the motivation behind the emus in their war? The motivation, I think, is pretty apparent. All these freaking Australians... And the dingoes, and the koalas, and the wallabies. Oh, hey, but you love koalas. I love koalas. <laughs> but they all had one thing that the emus didn't. What's that? Facebook. Oh, my gosh. This is 1932. All right, fine. It was called uh, face parchment or whatever. Get off my case. <laughs> so the emus wanted to get their hands on this beautiful Mark Zuckerberg technology. In 1932. In 1932, okay. although back then he was called Markabus Zuckerband or something. I don't know what 30s names were. I'm pretty sure they were mostly the same, except people didn't name their kids Daenerys back then. Okay. My favorite thing about this Wikipedia page, though, is that in the contents thing, the second thing is called The War. Subcategory 1. First Attempt. <laughs> Second category, second attempt. They went in to for overthrow. round two. <laughs> oh, I great. would love more than anything in the world to hear like the Australian version of Winston Churchill give the Dunkirk speech about fighting the emus. Good lord. We shall fight in the fields and the prairies and the crops and the small towns and we shall never surrender. <laughs> and then they did surrender. These are the best birds. Oh my gosh. Hey, but ostriches, did, did you ever win a war? Don't think so. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. So I am also curious. What is your animal for this week? Oh, my animal for this week. So I was expressing this to Elena. Elena is the busiest person I've ever met. And so she barely has time to research this show. She does it like within minutes of us recording because she... That's a secret. And you do a better job than me because I'm sure no. if you were looking up emus, you would have found out about the freaking war they fought <laughs> with bayonets and, and swords and guns. But I do a lot of research into this in my downtime. And in my downtime, I will think about an animal, and then I'll do research, and I'll get so excited about this animal, <laughs> and then I'll be like, I gotta do this one next, and then we won't end up recording for a minute. And then I'll, ha I'll, I'll find a new animal, and I'll get really excited about that one, and then I'll... It's it, adorable. It's a perpetual... It's, it's, just, it's a circle. It's a circle. And the circle right now has landed me on the most recent animal I have researched, which is... And I want you to try to guess it. It is located in the continent of Asia. Of Asia, you say? So is mine! <gasps> oh, this is good news. But yours is a weirdo, right? Yes, mine is a weirdo. Then this probably won't be mine. 
This is this animal is one of the symbols of wildlife and species conservation. I think I might have an idea. Say it on the is count of three. Furry. Yeah. Is it chubby? Yeah. Is it black and white? Yeah. Does it eat bamboo? It does. Ready? Three, two, two one. one. A Monkey. hammerhead shark. <laughs> <laughs> Did we really both just do that? Yeah, we both said a little joke. It's the giant it's, panda. I thought so. <laughs> it's this big, wonderful bear who has been the symbol of animal conservation and preservation for the last, like, hundred years or mm-hmm. some absurd craziness. Supposedly, they would have died off a while ago had it not been for humans purposefully trying to keep them alive. Is oh, that right? Oh, big time. Big time. And let's just, let's just, first of all, let's go through the stats on their baseball card. Let's do that. So, first thing is where do they live? Obviously, southwestern China, which... If we translated that to America, that would mean that pandas would live in New Mexico and the Phoenix, Arizona area, which is uh, an image I can't get out of my head. And I love it. I'm just imagining a scene in Breaking Bad in which a panda just kind of strolls through the uh, Walt's car wash. I would like to think he's rolling because I just think that's adorable. (laughs) He's holding his feet and rolling by. Oh, it's so cute. Haven't you ever seen all the videos on YouTube of them rolling around? They're just so clumsy little creatures. They're not little, though. They're very large. True. They are somewhere between 220 and 330 pounds. Jeez. Which is just a lot of panda to love. Yes. It's a lot bigger than them red pandas. Red pandas are very small yes, in comparison. Now, the really th- interesting thing I saw is on the article I was looking at when I was doing the research, it said the current population is 1,864, which is an oddly specific number, making me feel like this is the exact number of yeah. pandas on the planet. I would think so. Which is just so sad to me that there's so few left, because they're such wonderful creatures. Right. They are mammals, obviously. They are about four feet tall. Uh, they are born... And this is a quote from the website I saw. The size of a stick of butter. <laughs> what an interesting comparison. They, I can picture it, though, and that's oh, freaking they're, adorable. They're little pink guys, too, when they pop they're out. They're little, little pink pinkies guys. thing, because they don't have all their fur, and that's what oh. it is underneath, and they're just so freaking cute. They look like a toy. Oh, my god! They look like a toy. I love. I have loved Human pandas. children aren't even born that size. Human children aren't even born that cute. <laughs> No offense to all the very cute babies. We have one friend of ours that we know listens to this podcast regularly who actually does have a very cute baby. And I want you to know that is not a slight on your very cute child. Also, please make me the honorary uncle. Anyway, going back into the facts. <laughs> he wants it so bad. I want so bad. So these, these just to describe the appearance for anybody who hasn't seen them, they are a large cuddly bear friend with freaking claws like just horrifying claws and the face of an angel. So their food, as Elena mentioned, uh, is pretty exclusively bamboo. These boys and gals love their bamboo. This is the part that blew my mind. For 12 hours a day, these things eat. Do you know how much freaking bamboo they eat in one day? Tell us. 26 to 84 
hounds. Oh my gosh. Which I'm going to talk about their mating habits in a bit because that's one of the most interesting things about a panda. Oh. But that explains to me so much why they never want to have sex. They never want to? No, they're very... That's, that's a big thing. That's probably why they... Yep. Because they're so full all the time. How many of you have eaten just like a large turkey Thanksgiving dinner and been like, oh man... That went down really good. You know what sounds really good right now? <laughs> Vigorous lovemaking. Yep. All the time. So delving into these very fun facts about this wonderful bear is the fact that they're very, very good at climbing trees, which weirdly enough, I think is one of the scariest things in the world to me. Bears that can climb trees. So like most of them. Most bears, yeah. <laughs> Because I always had, like, I, I sometimes I, I, I think about, like, my death in the form of being mauled by a bear. And I'm always like, oh, if I could just get up into a tree. But then I realized these things can climb so much better than I can. Yes. Which is it's a weird fear also because I can't climb a tree. Well, that's okay because I think that it'd be delightful to see a bear in person. We've gone over this when we went on our trip. Oh god, <laughs> we north. did. Elena wanted us to die when we went on our that trip together. That is not true. I just wanted to see a bear in nature. That is all she I She wanted asked. to see a bear very close. She wanted to steal its cub so the mother could come and rip my intestines <laughs> is, out of my body. That is not even close. I just wanted to see a bear in nature. There is the largest bear population in Michigan is on a little island up north, and I wanted to. We were we were on this paddling tour and kayaks, and I wanted to go to that island so bad. But no, says Jason, I don't want to die today, so we didn't. Wow, how irrational of me! I don't want to die <laughs> we today. We were just little black bears. Yes, they weren't even grizzly black. bears. Oh yeah, I and look. And for those who might get upset, I understand the fact that black bears are not as dangerous as them grizzly bears. It's still a bear. And if you get anywhere near that bear's cubs, <laughs> mama gonna rip your throat out. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. All I'm gonna say is I would love to see a bear in nature. That is all I have to say about that. Anyways, we're getting a little too heated right now. <laughs> Because I'm really happy about talking about pandas. They are loner animals. That's a key thing to understand about these, these bears. They have these territories of theirs in southwest China that are really sparsely populated. Like, each panda will kind of have this territory of theirs that's like two square miles Dang. That's just kind of like their turf. And it's in bamboo forests, obviously, because where else are you going to find 84 pounds of bamboo a day? So they, um, what they do is they, um, they'll like swat at other pandas if they come close to them. Like they don't, they don't want any kind of like contact with others unless. So like, no, 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 no. Back. They're like, get hey, back, get back. Hey, back off. And so, um. What they actually do is they have this scent that they rub into their territory that other pandas can smell. So that way, uh, like, another panda will know, like, oh, shoot, I was going to go get that bamboo stock over there, but this smells like Chris, so I don't want to go and encroach on Chris's bamboo. Of course. And now what you're probably thinking is, like, there's no way they could tell the smell. Just, just like, they can't tell it's Chris just by the smell. Pandas can detect just from the scent of this odor they secrete. The sex, the age, 
the, and the social status just based social on the smell. status? Yeah. Like, you know, the ones that are really popular and play football and then the pandas <laughs> that are on the cheer squad and then the pandas that are on the chess team. Of course. And the, the, one, the couple pandas that are on the academic decathlon. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, they can tell that all by smell. That's impressive. Can you tell a lot about a person by their smell? No, probably not. No, you can't. You can't even tell if a person just doesn't shower or has really bad body odor just by their smell. <laughs> sure, babe. Well, are, are you telling me you can't smell the difference? Between someone who hasn't showered and someone who has? No, no, no. Because, like, you know how there are people who, like... They just kind of always smell bad. They have like a natural body odor that's not very pleasant. I suppose. Yeah, it's like not their fault. They shower regularly and stuff oh, to combat okay. it, but like I they still they still have a little bit of a stink to them. You cannot tell the difference between that and somebody who just like who smells who smells fine but just haven't taken a shower in a while, so they smell a little stinky. But pandas can. Pandas like, can. Oh, that guy. Yeah, pandas like oh, that's Damien. <laughs> okay. And the only time they really ever interact with other pandas when do you think that is when they mate bow, 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 bow. i figured i've been really trying i don't know the rest of the words of that song i just know that <laughs> I part knew you didn't <laughs> so i found out that uh women pandas specifically this is not women people women pandas are pregnant for about six months and they only have one or two kids at a time which is like, you know, if you said that about people, you'd be like, yeah, obviously, one or two at a time makes sense. But, like, for animals, I feel like that's not, like, at least in the ones we've talked about. I think it depends. I think it depends on the animal. Because there are something called, um, like, R species and K species. And it depends on which, like, R is on one end of the scale and K is on, like, the complete opposite side of the scale. It's R and K selection. Whereas R is, like, like flies, for example. Like, like bugs. A lot of bugs are like this where they just have, like, a ton of children at one time hoping maybe, like, some of them survive. Whereas K is, like, people. They spend all their time and attention on a couple children and they stay with them. And they send them to private school, and they uh, they make sure they have a nanny if the mom wants to still be a working person <laughs> exactly. as well. Yep, precisely. So some animals have a ton of offspring, and then it's like it's like a range between R and K. K is like people, um, and I guess pandas too. They'd be more on that side. They spend more time with their offspring and only have a few at a time. And then there's some on the other end of the scale that just like spit out a ton. One of them at one time. Right, like how sexuality is on kind of a scale or you can kind of be anywhere in between, like how I'm mostly straight but something about Michael Fassbender and a turtleneck <laughs> kind of gets me going. Yeah, exactly. Turtleneck sure. meaning the sweater, not like wearing a turtle around his... Ooh, actually, I'm thinking about that. Lord. <sighs> You're such a weirdo. <sighs> okay, this is a... You can, you can stop now. I don't know if I can. I've gone down a rabbit hole in my brain right oh now boy. trying to figure out how he would wear a turtle around his neck. Oh, boy. <laughs> He'd figure it out. He's such a talent. Anyway, so I'm going to... I'll briefly go over their, their babies before I talk about the mating problem. And it is a problem for pandas. So they're very cute when they're born. No shit. Uh, cubs can live on their own at about 18 months. Which, I mean, like, again, for animals, that seems normal. But just, like, comparing it to humans... 
I just find that very funny, the idea of like, all right, uh, your dad and I bought you this briefcase. Uh, we'll, we've covered the first month of rent for you until you find yourself a job and go nuts. Also, here are your diapers. You'll need those. Oh, my god! It's like Boss Baby. Have you actually seen of that? Of course movie? I haven't seen okay. Boss Baby. Have you? Yes. <laughs> you did? My roommates and I watched it oh, one night. no! I never told you because I knew you would judge me. But yes, we decided to sit down. Was it any good? We'll talk about it at the next board meeting. Oh my god, you're, you're putting this on the board meeting. That pisses me off. Anyways, so these pandas, they'll mature around five to six years old. Okay. But... Now let's get into the really interesting thing about pandas. Now I have a friend of mine who who said he hates pandas, and the reason We've had why this discussion, yes, the reason why is because they are like a species that seems like they want to die. Yes. Did you just take off your sock and sniff it? No. I just you took totally off my sock. just took off your snock. <laughs> <laughs> you took off your sock and put it next to your nose. It's I was putting it on my face. You put your foot Feel cover. Feel them. You just... <laughs> All right. Thanks for throwing your snocks at my face. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyways, so they have a mating problem. So women have about a five-day mating window with uh, one really good day and a few decent days on either side where they're, like, properly fertile. Okay. Like, five... I was going like, to ask what you meant by... Yeah. They got, like, five days where they're like, all right, these are the only five days I'm feeling it. Yeah, you know how, like, with with women, there's, like, a certain time of the month where, like, it's it's you're most likely to be able to have a kid. Yes. It's like that, only instead of it being once a month, it's once a year for, like, a grand total of five decent days wow. for this to happen. And their ritual is fascinating. So the women hang out in the trees. Like, they go up. Clearly. While several men are on the ground posturing for the woman, which uh, the women are almost literally, like, in a tree above them saying, like, dance for me, boys. <laughs> and so, like most women like do. Like most women do. You know how, like, when I wanted to date you, you climbed up into that tree and a bunch of other suitors who I hadn't met before were, like, you know, gathering at the base, and we're all shaking hands, like, hi, nice to meet you, I'm, I'm Jeremy. And this then, is like an audition. Yeah, it's Basically like an audition. Basically what it is. And I'm then, the judge. And then you did a clap and said, dance for me, boys! <laughs> exactly. And then you threw on a couple of ABBA songs, and I was just jamming to ABBA. Yep. You had the most expression. I so. did have the most expression, didn't That's I? That's what I like. Well, just think, because, like, my ABBA tastes are very singular. <laughs> There's, like, I'm going to say, like, two ABBA songs I'm really into. Yeah. And that's it. I hate the rest of them. So, like, the fact that you put on SOS is, like, the only reason that we're dating today. But um, how about SOS, the Mamma Mia movie version? And um, where are you going? Are you leaving? I'll see you later, babe. He's gone. So I guess I'll just continue with my animal, because, oh, he's a, back. I just needed a second to breathe. I had to let this stink out. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> so, after that, um, the there will be, like, a panda that is chosen by the woman to be the one, like, yes, you there, boy. And then uh, they will make the love, and then hopefully a panda will come from this but then yeah think about it 
Like that's a five day window. So like a bunch of pandas will go to one woman. Five day audition process. Five day audition process. <laughs> it's a dance marathon. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of the problem because after they're done dancing, the woman's like, all right, you may make love to me now. And the man's like, oh, just give me like five seconds to rest my hips. Jesus. <laughs> and in captivity, a lot of the times women will reject all of the men. That's right. If I were a 40-year-old man, I'd be making a joke about women right now. Sort of like, <laughs> like my wife, am I right, fellas? Oh, my god! And then I high-five the fellas that are in the room with us right now. Right, hypothetically, of course. Yeah, hypothetical fellas, <laughs> which is the name of my ska band, hypothetical <laughs> fellas. <laughs> I like it. So that's part of the problem, like, why they've been endangered is because their mating habits are so weird. It's like... A couple, less than a week a year, and, like, multiple men go to one woman, and only one man can make love to the woman. And in captivity, they don't want to have sex. There's, like, actual cases of, like, scientists showing pandas panda porn to try to get them amped. Wait, to really? Do- That's a freaking thing. Oh That's a gosh. thing. They showed them panda porn to try to get them to do it with each other because they just didn't want to. <laughs> Well, then don't force him. That's me. They'll die if they don't. Well, maybe they don't care. That's the problem. They don't realize how great they are and that we need them on this planet. (laughs) They are pretty fabulous and just adorable. Oh, my God. Look at those faces. I know the little ears. And that is my animal this week. And would you like to know... What my next weirdo is in my theme of weirdos, which, by the way, this will be my last one for weirdos, but perhaps they will return in the future. There are plenty of weirdos out there in the world. Yes, there are. Here is your hint. Okay. I give you a hint every time. This is the mammal version of Squidward from SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, This is the mammal version. A mammal version of an octopus? Mm Mm-hmm. Not necessarily... A kraken. <laughs> not necessarily the octopus part I'm talking about. Oh, just like a grouchy old so-and-so? Not quite that either. A clarinet-playing animal? <laughs> Do you give up? I get... Oh, hold on. Is it that big furry purple guy from the McDonald's advertising? Because, because Squidward worked in a fast food restaurant. What?! Yeah, it's like that big purple guy who looked like a giant purple potato. I'm I'm afraid I have no idea what McDonald's cast of characters. No. Have you ever heard of Ronald McDonald? Well, yeah. Have you heard? He's not a big purple monster. No, he's not. But his friend is. I'm afraid I don't know all of his friends. Oh my god! I'll have to show you the whole marketing campaign. You've heard of the Hamburglar at least, right? Rings a bell. Okay, thank God. Ring, it rings a bell, I'll admit. Sweet Jesus. All right. Well, if it's not the big purple friend from McDonald's, I don't know who it could possibly be. It is the proboscis monkey. Oh, now, of course, the proboscis monkey. Now, I believe I am pronouncing that right. If I am not, I apologize. But I believe it is pronounced the proboscis monkey. Now, the word proboscis means the nose of an animal. So it's essentially the nose monkey, which is just fabulous. Are you looking at the proboscis monkey right now? It looks photoshopped. Yes. These look fake. Oh my god. (laughs) 
So yes. <laughs> this is the proboscis monkey, which essentially means the nose monkey. Yes. Nose very creative. Monkey. Very creative. <laughs> Yes, I thought you'd like this guy. Believe it or not, these handsome fellas... And I don't believe it. <laughs> ...use their noses to attract mates. In other words, the bigger, the more attractive. Which really makes me wonder what the females must think of other species of monkeys who have small, regular-looking noses. I've got to imagine that those look, like, repulsive. Oh, my God. Oh, Giant. Look at that thing over there. Oh my god, it's where's its schnoz? It looks like it has two holes where its nose ought to be. Yes, because females don't actually have the big noses. It's just the males. So <laughs> so I can imagine they look at other monkeys and just think they're absolutely ugly and repulsive. Which is, which is the Lord's way of saying that these monkeys cannot be lesbians because they can have <laughs> no attraction to each other. I guess like, so. They cannot have attraction to their own sex because they don't... Do the males find big noses sexy, or are the males all about the little noses? That's a good question. I actually don't know about that. Oh, my God. I don't think they care. Can you imagine one of these female monkeys seeing Voldemort? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I couldn't imagine that that would go very well. So, scientists believe that the noses act as an echo chamber that amplify their noses in order to impress other females and intimidate other males, which also makes me wonder what monkeys, like, what other monkeys think of them. Like, God, they just yell everything all the time. So, hey guys, what's up? (laughs) I'm great, how are you? (laughs) Sorry, I apologize if that was really loud, but I'm sure that's what other monkeys think of them. I absolutely love that idea. Just yelling all the time. It's like how most Americans think of New Yorkers. Give me an example. Well, New Yorkers always yelling about something <laughs> like, Hey, what's going on? Come over here for dinner. That's good. That's what New Yorkers sound like. I'm from Chicago a little bit, so I can... No, you're fun. not. I lived there for three years. Yeah, but... Which is three more years than you ever did. Okay, okay. Would you like to hear some other fun facts about this monkey? What if I said no? Then I'd be done. And we'd be good. We'd be good? That'd be it. I'd be sad. Well, then let me talk. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So uh, they live primarily in trees and only come down to the ground every now and again to search for food. I was hoping you were going to say mate as well. No. (laughs) They, uh, they are probably in the trees for that. I don't know. They spend most of their time up there because there are a lot of predators on the forest floor. Um, and so they stay like way high up in the trees. Crazy enough, their, their biggest predator is a crocodile because they are the best swimmers of all primates, and they swim quite often. They actually evolved webbed feet and hands. What? Yeah. And because crocs are their main predators, they had to evolve those to, in order to get away. So they're very strong swimmers, crazy enough. Uh, they also live only in, I believe it's pronounced Borneo. It's the largest island in Asia. Oh, it's on just one island. Yeah, they only live on this one island and are endangered because humans are naturally the worst. True. And are causing massive deforestation where they live. And like I mentioned, they live primarily in trees. 
and to get away from all the predators on the ground like jaguars and other and other jaguars yes yes so they are much more vulnerable when they don't have their homes in the trees so save the trees, save the monkeys. Save the trees, save the Squidward monkeys. Exactly. So wait, why are why are they swimming if it's so if it's so filled with crocodiles? It's swampy, I believe, in that island. Oh. Um, they are very good swimmers and are able to outswim those crocs. Wait, they the can outswim a croc? I think I believe so. That that's how I, that's why they developed webbed hands and feet so they can outswim the crocs and they don't have to swim very far. It looks like most of their swimming occurs in smaller swamp areas, smaller bodies of water. Interesting. But yeah, isn't that cool? That's very cool. Do a lot of are a lot of animals good mammals good at swimming? I think it depends on where they live. Primarily, I would assume. Are hippos uh, particularly good swimmers, or do they just kind of like stand in shallower water? I think that they're pretty good swimmers. Because if you ever see them at the zoo, they always go, you know, deep under. That's true. Oh, hippos are so cool. They are. They're cool. they're mammals, right? That's what they would yes, be. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're really cool. I'd love to meet one, except they're like terrifying <laughs> they're like one of the most powerful animals in the world correct they are pretty scary they're scary but they're so rad so how do you suppose that these two fellas meet that these two creatures meet well now here's the tricky part because these guys are off of like on an island pr- presumably in the indonesia area right yeah. mm-hmm. so that's that's going to be a tricky trek for a panda because as you know Pandas kind of stick to their zone, and they don't like to go anywhere. That's true. So I imagine the monkey would have to would have to travel to Southwest Asia. Well, maybe I like to imagine that these you know these monkeys are good swimmers, and they train like humans train oh, for swimming. The Michael Phelps of these monkeys, as it were. That's what I was gonna say. The Michael Phelps of the monkeys. They had, let's say, they had their own monkey Olympics one day. Okay, so let's 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 start this story off. We got a monkey. His name is Michael. Yes. And MP. Mike MP. We'll call him MP. Michael the monkey. MP. And he was just recording uh, one of his advertisements for Monkey Subway. <laughs> of course. Because he is one of the uh, he's one of the mascots, as it were. And uh, he just smoked a bunch of weed because that was a big controversy around Michael Phelps. Okay. Uh, so he smoked his weed and he was just kind of chatting with his uh, his fellow monkey friends. And MP's like, guys, 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 I bet you I could swim the whole fucking ocean. <laughs> I'll bet you I could swim from here all the way to that big, big island over there. I and bet. And now, now you be the other monkeys who are like, I don't know. You already did it. I don't have to. Damn it! I can't. <laughs> I keep stealing rolls from you. I. That's okay. All right. So so now you have to then describe to me the process of him swimming. Is it a, is it a strenuous journey for him to get from Indonesia to Asia? I like to think that he doesn't quite understand exactly how far that is because it's a bit of a swim. Perhaps he swims the wrong way and actually goes around the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So like he gets to he gets to the bamboo forest and he just kind of flops on the ground and he's like oh he god just, i am so tired he's just ex- he's just complaining about how tired he is dragging himself around and the panda 
has just eaten so much bamboo. So he, like, He's also crawling around all full and lazy. Maybe not crawling as much as rolling. He's involves. rolling around. The monkey's crawling around, and they're just, they both end up going, ugh, just laying back next to each other. And then I'll be the panda, and you'll be the monkey. Are you ready? Okay. Ugh. Long day, huh? Oh, am I right? Woo, baby. T-G-I-F. Am I right? <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, man, I think I just swam around the whole world. Oh, man, I feel that too. <laughs> What's your name, son? The name's MP. MP, you don't seem like you're from around these parts, are you? Nope, like I said, I practically swam around the whole world to get here. I did not know that this island was so far away. Hey, I got the, I've been working on this bamboo shoot, but I think I'm just full. Do you want to take a nibble of that? I'd love to. And so he hands him the bamboo. Does he like it? I, well, fun fact about these monkeys, they only eat unripe fruit. What? Apparently ripe fruit has too much sugar, and it's really bad for them. If they have too much sugar, it, there's some kind of problem that they have with their tummies, and then they get too bloated and die. Ah. So I don't know. Maybe he'd like this. Maybe it's, maybe it's closer to unripe fruit than it is to ripe fruit. All right, so he, so he, he has handed the bamboo, and he takes a little nibble of it, and he says... Well, I'm assuming that he was probably starving after swimming around the entire world. One might imagine... Michael so Phelps probably, probably, like, inhales seven chickens after he does a swim or something. He doesn't care about unripe fruit anymore after that. So I like to think he inhales it. Yeah, so now the panda's just lying there, and he's like, ah. You're a good friend, man. Thanks, man. I'm just real frustrated. Why's that? Because, like, there's this girl I really like, and she's up in a tree right now, and tomorrow I'm supposed to go over to her tree and just kind of stand at the base and do, like, some dancing, like a dancing marathon for a while so I can so I can do her and then leave. And I'm going to be so... I'm frustrated because I know Craig has been practicing his dance moves and he's been doing some endurance training, and I've just kind of fallen behind on that. You know what Craig doesn't have, though? What? A number one fan. He pulls out a foam finger that he has <laughs> somewhere. I have oh, no dude. idea where he stored oh, that. Oh, dude, he... that's crazy. That foam finger is bigger than you. <laughs> Actually, uh, these monkeys are like 50 pounds. So another fun fact to sneak in there. But anyway, he pulls out this foam finger and goes, but he doesn't have a number one fan. What's your name, man? You already asked that. I forgot. MP. MP. Sup, MP. I'm mascot. Because I'm the mascot of all these organizations around the world that want to save me and my species life. Nice to meet you. And then they shake hands and go to bed. The end. The end. Of the podcast. Forever. It seems like a natural conclusion. Sort of the end, end of the Lord of the Rings moment there. <laughs> oh, babe, you're comparing our podcast to Lord of the Rings? I feel like everyone's comparing our podcast oh, to Lord Lord of the Rings. Well... If they are extremely flattering. Also wildly inaccurate in every possible way. <laughs> Correct. Because we don't do fun voices. I do terrible voices. I like to think that your George W. Bush was a fun voice. Aw, you really think so? I was hoping that you'd do it again, but... Oh, you want me to do it I again? failed. Yeah, here, no, I'll do, it, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. We are gathered in the cause of liberty. That's why we're here. 
This is a unique moment. Babe, do you want to talk about our animal shout-out of the week? I think we need to. This creature is actually, I would, I want to say, what, 10 feet away from us at the moment? Oh, it depends on what side of the room she's on, because she likes to hide under the bed. Our little nugget of the week is Lulu the rabbit. Lulu the bunny. She is my roommate Sarah's precious little girl who I have fallen in love with and like to think is my own. She's not, but boy, oh boy, do I love this rabbit. She is just such a fun-loving, social little girl, and I just adore her. She's a white bunny with, with red, red eyes. eyes. But she did have a father who was a lion head. Now, lion head rabbits are the ones with a bunch of fur around their head. And so she has random little tufts of fur that stick out around her face, and it's just the cutest thing in the world. So we will absolutely be posting some photos of that precious angel. The sweet, sweet Lou. Lou? Lou oh, Lou's walked into the room. Oh, and she's hopped up in my lap. Lou, would you like to say anything to the people at home? Oh, that's that very was sweet. That's precious. That's oh. very potent, very very poignant too. Very poignant. She's so smart that She's rabbit. She's a smart girl. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and also thank you very much too. Come on, we've done this like three times. The <laughs> name know. of the band, babe. The Common name. Common Shiner, you rock. Common Shiner for the use of that wonderful song May Calling. Yes. Such a good tune. Such a rockin' tune. We don't deserve it. <laughs> Rockin' tune. Which I actually found out, apparently they are originally from, like, this area, the Grand Rapids area. Hey! And then moved to Chicago. It's like 20 minutes from here. Yeah, and then they moved to Chicago, which which is like two and a half hours from here, where I used to live for a long time. Well, very cool. So perhaps they did know of Allendale, Michigan. Oh, they definitely did. But they're, like, the only ones. Still, doesn't that matter? I think that matters a lot. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to get your animal as a little shout-out on here, you have to pay $5 as an application fee now no, for don't. $5. Don't listen the to The demand him. has been so great to get an just, animal just on here. Just tell us on our page. You're right. I'm sorry. $10. Oh, my gosh. You can either post about it on our page or you can send an email to aminalspodcast at gmail.com. Elena, have you already told us what your next theme is going to be? I have not. But I think I will leave it to be a surprise for the next podcast. The mystery, the suspense, the thrill. What will happen next week on Aminals the Podcast?